0: Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about doing our best work, whichever place that work comes from. I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by Rosemary Orchard. Hi Rosemary Orchard, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm good, Scotty. Um, you know, I've i I've, I've got over a cold, um, or pretty much, and um I'm I'm doing all the things. And I'm going back to the office again next week.
0: Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? That that, that seems to be happening in a lot of places in the world, doesn't it?
1: Uh, It is. And I think while a lot of people are going back to the office, you know, um, I I know from, you know, colleagues, their partners and and friends and so on, that while things are going back to the office, they are not necessarily going back the way they used to be. And also, you know, a, a whole bunch has happened in the last couple of years. I know a bunch of people who've changed jobs or who currently are changing jobs. So, you know going into a new hybrid um, routine and system is something that's going to happen to a lot of people. And I also know for a lot of people um, that it's happening to that they necess- aren't necessarily themselves going hybrid. They may still be working at home, but their colleagues are going to be hybrid. And it's actually worth like thinking about that a little bit because then, because there there's some planning that you can do to make it easier for you and for them. And, uh, you know, maybe kind of accidentally or deliberately, um, I don't know, not, Not coerce, persuade. Persuade them into doing things that make your life easier for you as well. Um, And uh, yeah, there's all sorts of things that we can talk about here.
0: For sure. If you're new here, uh, thanks for joining us. It's lovely to have you. You can find our whole back catalog of episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you love what you hear so much that you would love to support us and uh, benefit from an extra episode every month, you can do that at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, which also gives you access to our Ask Me Anything board, where you can ask us anything. Uh, it's aptly named. Mm-hmm. I I, yes. I I agree, Rose. There, there's a lot to talk about with respect to um, a hybrid way of working. I mean, uh, for a lot of people, um, having lived through the last couple of years, had an interesting side effect of putting us all on kind of an even playing field in that um, – most everybody was working from home uh us knowledge worker types anyway uh, and that meant that we developed and maintained relationships with each other in exactly equal sorts of ways as opposed to you know some people taking being together in a room over there, other groups of people being together in a room over there, and some people being distributed um all of us being distributed meant that you know there there was a there was a um there was a, an amount of equity that kind of went along with that, uh but now, as mm-hmm. some offices open up and some people uh return um this this hybrid notion of of working uh is going to be at the forefront of I suspect a lot of people's minds and yeah i I, I thought it would be good for us to talk about um the best ways that we have found to navigate that uh for yeah. our, ourselves and for those we have worked with and those we've observed.
1: Yeah. And also, even if you're not necessarily going back into a hybrid environment, maybe your company's just given up the office and said, Yep, everyone's at home now. That's it. Have fun. Um, you know, there, there's hopefully still some things that you can uh, pick up from this episode because I think it is important every once in a while to evaluate how you do your job um, and what you do as part of that and how you prepare for it and so on and so forth. Um and you know switching from fully remote to hybrid or vice versa is an ideal time to do that. Um but you know just throwing it in as a periodic checkup is probably a, a smart for move. For sure.
0: To. Absolutely. I I I mean like it can't be overstated we and we we I hear this where it comes to um how one eats or how one moves through one's day like mindfulness and I think in the hybrid environment, being mindful of where you are and where the people you are talking to are is really, really important. I I really like to adopt this mentality of audience first thinking. So every time I am hosting a meeting or sending an email or sending a message, uh, pause and reflect. Who are all of these people whose attention I am requesting. Where, where are they? Are they, are, yeah. are they at home? Are they in an office? Who's together? Who's not? How are these people going to participate? Yeah. How do I make sure I am making this as easy as possible for them? Like, do I need to optimize for we are all yes. remote or do I need to optimize for some people are in a room together and therefore we need to make sure that the mm-hmm. remote folks are acknowledged or do I need to optimize for timing? Because some people are, are are going to be in a room, but they're not in that room yet. And they're going to need time to get there, so maybe I shouldn't book them back to back. I, I think having that gut check before every meeting, before every email. Oh, and and time zones. Evergreen, time zones. Please.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Time zones. They're evil. It's true. But they exist. It's true.
0: Everyone, please stop messaging me at six thirty a.m. Um, mm-hmm. I I think that taking that moment before sending anything. Is worthwhile because it's you know nine out of ten times it's three seconds off off my back, but maybe it's minutes off of someone else's, and that's that can be a really big deal. And it also um, it also makes me easier or harder to work with, and over time, <laughs> that's going to that's going to reflect on that's going to reflect on me, uh, and uh, I want to think about mm-hmm. how I'm how how I'm making myself easier to work with or not.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I think it is one of those things where, you know, just a little bit of planning can be really helpful. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was in the office and um, uh, we were uh, having a meeting and most of us were in the office, but some mm-hmm. people were at home. Um, And so, you know, one person was screen sharing, but it turned out the projector just kind of died on us. And so everybody joined the meeting from their laptops. And the first thing that everybody had to do was mute themselves and, and kill the speakers because it was uh-huh. just a cacophony of yes. loopback noise, which... You know, fortunately, we ha- we all like most of us anticipated and there were just a couple of people who who missed the button or or ticked the wrong button when they were connecting to the meeting. And it was very quickly resolved. But that was something that, you know, if you haven't done that in a while, you might not think about that. You probably only want one microphone and one speaker on in the room um, if there are multiple people there. Um, and that is something where, you know, actually having everybody have to look at a screen like maybe that's better to do at home. Um when you know most of the people are there, because you know it it's kind of one of these things you know scheduling is something that is some you know we we all have to do it, whether or not you think about it, just like you know can this person um do back to back meetings well just assume the answer is probably no and that they're going to need at least five minutes to go get a coffee and hit the bathroom or something um but also you know where are the people going to be because if this particular thing is better with everybody sat in front of their own personal computer at home because they'll be watching on a screen um and we just need to you know all look at the same thing um together then you know can you can you pick a day when everybody's at home or maybe there's only one person in the office versus okay well this thing really we need to just have like an in-depth discussion there's nothing really to look at but it's much easier to go off of people's cues if we're all sat in a big circle in a room together well that i'm going to try and schedule for Mm -hmm. a day that we're in the office um, because, you know, that, that'll that just be easier. Um, and, you know, scheduling also comes into messages. Like, when when do I message this person? Well, I use Slack scheduled message feature all of the time. <laughs> I love that thing. Um, and I wish it existed in all platforms. I wish everything had the ability to just schedule a message to, to send it. A couple of my colleagues were on holiday for a couple of days last week. Um, you know, we're remote most of the time. So theoretically, I can send a message whenever and they shouldn't be logged in and receiving it. I scheduled some messages to send on Tuesday morning when I knew that at least one of them was going to be back, um, and I thought that the other one would be back that afternoon and, and probably wouldn't check it before then. And it was great uh, because um, well, my colleague started work 15 minutes earlier than me, and he didn't have to wait for me um, to get the information that I needed to to share with him. But also, he didn't get burdened by having it sent to him while he was off taking a, a few days to get things, uh, you know, organized and doing whatever it was he was doing in his time off. And that that is something that I have found is good for me as well, because it also makes me think, okay, it planning in advance, what do I need to know then, or what do I need to let other people know then? Um, And, you know, it's, it's kind of just preparing yourself for, you know, whatever the the thing is, you know, have I maybe just like, Oh, right. I've thought of exactly the right thing uh, is I need to tell this person tomorrow. I'm just going to write it down now and I can copy and paste it to them in the morning. Great. Done. Um, But a little bit of planning, scheduling, um, you know, Tiny bit of automation in there can really make it a lot easier,
0: oh, for sure, and I mean, I don't know how many times I've heard the like I know this is a late message, but I'm messaging it to you now because then it's off my mind, okay that's cool,
1: thanks, you put it on my mind,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly like that i I appreciate that you're you're managing your stuff that's good, but that was a little selfish so. So, yeah, I think remembering that like every time we send a message, we are interrupting and you don't always know what you are interrupting. So make those interruptions as purposeful and as timely and as appropriate as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. Messaging someone to just get something off your mind is, um, might be mean. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes it's the right thing to do. Sometimes it's not. It's kind of, you've got to know your it's audience true. with these things, right? If you know that this person never, ever checks their computer out of hours um, and so on, then sure, go ahead, send that message now. Otherwise, okay, yeah, it's a it's another thing on your task list, but you can just write a task that says message X person um, on Monday morning um, and put in the content of whatever it is that you want to write. So you can go ahead and write the entire thing out now. Um, ready to send and then proofread it before you send it on Monday morning. Um, And that can help you find some interesting typos. I've done that before. And
0: and going back to your, uh, your meeting room preparation where um, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, you might be used to all being in in a meeting room, but busting out screens and, and uh, like a screen for each person is, is kind of a good move. Um, I think that's, I think that's great. And, and, and I mean, take nothing for granted. Um, There might be some meeting setup time that you need to plan for. So you know, uh, I don't, I don't think we can always expect that like the meeting is scheduled at 10, so we're going to start being productive at 10. That, that rarely works no. uh, unless again, you've done like all of the pre-setup, um, which uh, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not always good at. So I think setting myself up some time for like nine forty five to 10, you know, prep the room, prep myself, um, I think I think that's important. Yeah. I think it's also important that if you're using a screen sharing or video conferencing method where the microphone follows the person like who is speaking, like the microphone is tied to a person and they display on screen, then you might want to be very thoughtful about whose microphone you are unmuting in that room so that um so that yeah. you're you're saying okay Uh, You person um, sit here in the middle and I want you to be unmuted because you're the host and you're going to be the one that like if anyone shows up, if anyone's face shows up, it should probably be yours Um, or um, try and keep the number of participants down to uh, a number where you can see everyone's faces um, well enough in a grid so that even if the person whose mic is being activated isn't the one speaking, you can still see the face of the person speaking um, well enough. That it's engaging if you're remote. Um, I think th- thinking through those yes. sorts of things ahead of time is really worthwhile because then you are, um, then you are making more room for those remote people to be able to comfortably participate. And you are also making room in the room so that the in room participants know, uh, that it isn't all just happening right here.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing, like finding that balance, um, it, it can be really, really tricky. Um, And, you know, sometimes it is just one of those things where you end up with, you know, if, if it's a meeting that, you know, 75% of the people are in the office for, even if it's not something that you would have preferred to do in an office, you'd have preferred to do it with everyone at home, you're going to have to just kind of cater to that and, and live with it because there is, you know, nothing else you can do. Um. But, you know, if you can pick to have it on another day, then maybe that's that's the right solution to that. Um, or maybe not, you know, but it is one of those things. What do you actually have to do at work and what is better suited to being done at work? Um, those are not necessarily the same thing. And the same goes for when you are, you know, working remotely. You know, what is better suited to remote work? What is better suited Uh, Or what has to be done while you're remote working? Because when you're in the office, it's open plan. There's no meeting rooms, really. um, But you know, there's still plenty of meetings in a day. Um, So if you can have a mostly meeting-free day when you're in the office, so that you're not adding to the cacophony of noise where everyone's just sitting in one big room with hopefully headsets on, please people (laughs) headsets. um, Then you know that then that would be better Um, because you know sometimes. Like a lot of the times when I talk to my colleagues, it's not a meeting. It's not something that we've put in the calendar and said, oh, on Monday at 9.45 a.m. we are going to be talking about this. It's a, hey, so, I, you know, I've got a question about this. And then, you know, we we hop onto a huddle in Slack or something and, and work through it Um. And there are some questions that I know I will save if I think, you know, um, coming up, ooh, right, this is something that I need to ask so-and-so about and maybe so-and-so as well um, will also have an opinion on us and want to weigh in on it. Um, um, you know, but it, it's not urgent. I don't need to do it like right now. Like next week is fine and we're in the office next week. I'll I'll plan to bring it up while, I'm at, while we're in the office and talk to them about it. And I'll give them a heads up a couple of days in advance um to make sure that you know they know that I'm planning on catching them on this um so that they can you know also prepare and you know everybody has things they want to talk about but it it does make that sort of thing easier whereas you know if i if i if i'm doing more planned things um then it, it might be easier to do um, those from home where, you know, I know I'm going to be talking to Scotty um, at this time because that's the time that Scotty's right. able to talk to me because otherwise he's, you know, he's, he's got his day job and he's got dogs and kids and a wife and food. And I, I hear there's lots of good food in mm-hmm. Canada, Scotty, <laughs> lots of maple syrup. Um, but, you know, like knowing like when are people going to be available and how easy it is to catch them at different times and so on and so forth and what it is you want to talk about like that all kind of ties in together, especially for the yes, ad hoc things.
0: Absolutely. And and then uh, uh, the, the lightweight counterpoint to uh, this, this coming from the perspective of the person who is always remote, who is like never in office is to remember that all of those cool things that we have talked about, like video conferencing and screen sharing and jumping on a huddle and an audio chat and those sorts of things, please think through using those for non-meeting things also like have virtual coffees yeah. with people. Like, bump into them at the water cooler virtually. And in even and it, it like it even isn't bad to to schedule in a calendar. Say like, hey, um, I haven't worked with you before, person X, but I've heard your name on a couple of calls. Do you have time to go for a like air quote coffee and get on a video conference and pour a coffee and have a chat. Um the other thing that mm-hmm. I have done yep. with people and, and typically I would say this more for um teammates or peers or something like that, is what I would call like Parallel work, where we are on an audio and c- camera session, like we can see each other, we can hear each other, but we're not we're not actively working together. Where is it, 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 it simulate working beside one another in cubicles, so that you know something could just pop into my head, you know, while 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 I'm working on something, and say, hey, did did you watch that episode of the thing the other night? And then and then all of a sudden you're just talking mm-hmm. about that yeah. while you work, and it's like this very low pressure way of, of socially being together, even though you're not together. And I think that uh, making Mm -hmm. space and room for those kinds of activities is really, really important Um, especially for us very remote folks because relationship building is important and we work with each other and we are all human people and we all have human people, feelings and thoughts and so on. And Um, there is an important part to how we relate that is, um, not going to be ground that is covered by showing up to this status update meeting and sharing our statuses and then leaving. Um, and so making sure that there is room and time and attention and priority placed on that, I think is, is really important. I've heard the sentence said like, oh, it's, it's so different when you're in person. And I agree. 100% One hundred percent is so different to um, relate to one another and 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 make and build relationships in person, but it is very very possible to do that remotely as well. You just have to be again mindful and purposeful about it. It isn't going to happen by accident because you're it- not going to, uh, you know, Rose. You and I um, being uh, eight, seven time zones. And um, you know, a fourteen-hour flight apart, have yet to you know just sort of bump into each other. So, uh, so yeah. so, how do we?
1: Yeah, the day you find me at your local Walmart is going to be slightly it would be, weird. It would I be a little awkward oh, because I'd just, be like, "Just how, pretend I'm." Um, how did
0: that normal. happen? I feel like there should have been a memo. Any anyway, be,
1: teleportation so because
0: that's never going to happen by accident you have to make it happen on purpose and for or in order for you to make it happen on purpose yeah. you have to have thought hey this is something that is important to me and hey this is something i should do something about and hey i'm going to do something about it and hey i did something about it and and in until you go through that process yes. i would say that there's probably a deficit in your ability to um make Fully robust human connections with, with with all the people, and I'm not saying you, you have to um, but there are benefits uh, to that and and I think it's worth investing in
1: definitely, and I think this is something that's very dependent on um you know what company you work for and what kind of work you do as well. Um, I can imagine a lot of the things that I do just it, it it would be very difficult to to do that whilst just sitting on a call with somebody else because. If they interrupt my train of thought, then you know I'm I'm, I'm suddenly not where I was. but equally uh, you know where I work has made a point of having you know we, we we learn juggling like it's not compulsory, not everybody does it, but there's a juggling uh, session uh, and it happens most days And you know what uh, you know we juggle but we also just chat. Um, we talk about what we're going to be up to let's, at the let's weekend. Let's be clear, this
0: isn't metaphorical, No, no, right? no. This is
1: literal physical juggling balls, like throwing okay. three, four balls. Um, I'm currently learning full ball juggling. I appear to have mastered three ball juggling. Um, but, you know, I get to talk about, you know, what my colleague's dog did at the weekend and how he scared the postman's uh, or the delivery man so much that the delivery man leapt over a very high fence i was impressed i saw the leap um it, it was uh we, i got to see some doorbell or door cam footage uh, which was great um and, you know and i wouldn't have got to talk about that and seen that happen if you know if i i didn't you know have uh these you know silly juggling sessions um and that's something that you know my workplace has made possible but equally you know you can just suggest to a colleague maybe one that you already get on well with that you try out, you know, a virtual coffee. Um, and then you can invite another person who maybe you don't know so well um, and, you know, build it up that way and, you know, just be the start of things like that. Because that is, of course, something that's that's really um, great, you know, when you, you know, you, first of all, you maintain relationships and then you, you can build some, some new ones and good ones as well. Um, but, you know, there is still some stuff that i mean at the very least for me because obviously scotty you're you're staying remote i'm hybrid um you know I, I i'm not in the office that frequently it's one day every three weeks give or take um but i have to be prepared to be able to go back and forth um mm-hmm. and you know what happened last time Well, my colleagues forgot his laptop charger um and uh i didn't because i've got a checklist um but part of my setup is that i actually um have a bag that i it's my work bag um, and I, the only thing that goes into it or comes out of it, um, are my juggling balls and my work laptop. Uh, I don't have two sets of juggling balls. I'm considering a second set. Um, uh, and I only have one work laptop, uh, but everything else is just in there cause I've got duplicates, but I still have a checklist. So I take everything out and I check it off and I put it all back in and stuff gets added to the checklist when I'm in the office and go, oh right. Okay. Actually I needed this thing. Um, and so that allows me to be prepared to go between work and home as needed without going oh right yeah i'm in work tomorrow let me go take an hour um out of my day to go prepare everything so that i'm ready for this it's it's like 15 20 minutes at most and that includes doing things like making sure i've got you know updates installed local copy of the database downloaded and stuff like that so that you know when we're in the office and we're all sharing a not so great internet connection compared to each of us having our own lovely internet connections at home it's easier um and Being prepared to be able to move spaces, I think, is something that's worthwhile, even if you are fully remote, because guess what? You could go work on the couch for a bit or you could go to a co-working space or a coffee shop. Um, But it's only easy to do if you've got some preparation in place that makes it easier to do Um, and things like an extra laptop charger, I am. If if you use a laptop uh, and you don't have a second laptop charger, please do yourself a favor. Go on Amazon and buy, like, one of the GAN nano chargers or something. Um, even if it's not, like, the full power your laptop needs, anything is better than nothing. And it's tiny, so it won't take up much space or weight, and so you won't mind looking at it with you. But it is so worth having, like, extras of the things that you need to take around with you because... If you have to, like, if you have to move stuff all the time, you are going to forget something or lose something. Um, And so either having something in your bag or if you've got a a designated desk in in the office, then being able to, like, you know, leave it there or in a locker or something is great. But yeah, uh, for me, I've ended up building up like a, okay. so when I'm going into the office, like these are the things I need to think about in advance. You know, like what kind of things do I maybe need to talk to? Who do I need to talk to? Who's going to be there? what are the things i need to throw in my bag that you know maybe uh, are always going in my bag or maybe they're just going in my bag this time and so on and so forth so that i'm prepared for you know that and it means that i can be productive and just enjoy what i'm doing instead of worrying absolutely
0: about it. and and likewise if you are like an office located person who is who is going to be remote take a moment to think about okay what are all the things that i have around me in an office space that I take for granted that I am maybe not going to have if I'm in this other location. I mean, there's a flavor of
1: stationary cupboard, (laughs) (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) There's a flavor of this, you know, for, for travel or for any, you know, moving between different contexts at all. I think, I think like you, like you, like you said, Rose, just having a checklist of what are the things I need and what are the things that are, that are where I am going and that are not where I am going. Um, and how do I make sure that I am equipped for that? Um, taking the time to reflect on that is, is, is really vital. And I, and I mean, I can't say enough about the very, very super dumb, super classic, put the briefcase in front of the door move because, uh i i would i mean i would walk out of the house without my head if it wasn't attached to my neck so making sure that uh all mm-hmm. of the lovely preparation that i have done is unmissable on my way out the door for those times that i do find myself uh yep. going to a office or work context that's important um i think um another thing that is uh valuable is um especially if you want to be like super kind to others and, and, and showing up prepared is doing like a, a, a a low stakes rehearsal. So if you have a nearby coffee shop or library or something like that, that you can work from, uh, take your stuff and go there and make yourself a note of like, Oh, here are the things that I don't have. My home is very accessible to me and I won't be, you know, no one will see if I'm moving between coffee shop and home. Um, i that's kind of a neat way of of making sure that you're feeling like super equipped uh to be in, yep. in in multiple locations uh i think that that's i think that's a really worthwhile thing to do um to to and I,
1: It's also just good to have a list of the things that you use for your job, Um, just like as as a general idea of, hey, what are the things that I am actually using like to get my job done? Because every so often, you know, you'll get you know, um, or a manager will say, hey, like you know, there is some leftover budget, and it's the end of the year coming up. Um, You know, it's the end of our financial year. Is there anything that you need equipment wise? And you can be there going, you know, I actually go through notebooks like crazy. It would be great if you could get me like a couple of um, you know decent. Call paper quality notebooks, um, so that you know I can I can use those or something like that. Just so that you've got that mental idea of things. Um, and you said, Scotty, about um, you know the test run um, and being you know like preparing for your colleagues. One of the things I do when I go into the office it's a it's a room that we rent um, rather than a, being a regular office building that you know the the company rents permanently. Um, it's it's just rented on an ad hoc basis for us. So there aren't that many outlets. Um, and guess what they're all around the edges of the room and we're sitting you know around tables in the middle of the room uh, so I brought a couple of extension leads and you know what <laughs> every single time somebody's rose could I borrow your extension lead please um and then you know and everyone's you know sharing it and it's made our lives a bit easier and you don't have to be the person that brings the extension lead um but equally you know just thinking ah and if something goes wrong like or what is something that, Even if I personally might not need that, like it will make my colleagues' lives much easier if I have that because that is another element of the relationship building, right? Where you've got, you know, you've, you've, prepared yourself for, you know, worst case scenario of, damn it, if I get another paper cut, this is going to really hurt. So I brought a couple of plasters just in case. Um, and then it turns out you're not the one that gets a paper cut, but, you know, your, your colleague, I don't know, skins their knee or something, and, you know, you, you <laughs> can save the day. Um, you know, obviously, you know, hopefully there, there'll be proper first aid and stuff on site for things like that. Um, but equally, it is, you know, nice to be a little bit prepared for all of the different things because it can just make things feel a lot less stressful which especially if you are currently you know looking at starting a transition from fully remote to hybrid or or um you know fully in office to hybrid or whatever it is can you know the the unknown is scary Mm -hmm. um and then having problems come up while you're in the unknown just snowballs everything together um and so being able to be a little bit prepared for things like that you know oh if i get a headache well i've got paracetamol with me or whatever it is that you you would take for a headache um you know just in case um because you know you'll be going out of your 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 norm um and so expecting a little bit of the unexpected and no you're not bringing an entire disaster prepare kit with you um necessarily uh or at least i hope not it depends on what your job is um but just having you know a couple of Ah, right. Well, actually, um, you know what? Uh, last time uh, I was in the office, it was really difficult to hear everybody when we were talking on the conference call. So I've got like a, a Bluetooth speaker with a microphone built mm. in that says that it's great for conference calls. So I'm going to try bringing that and see if that improves the situation for everybody or something like that. That That's could be great. really good.
0: And I, and I mean, uh, like like you said, I mean, and the biggest bullet point is preparation and mindfulness are key to all of this. And, and, I, and I think that just remembering that regardless of what we may think at any given moment, we are all working in a hybrid situation. Even if we are all going to the office, we're all coming in with our own, with our own lives and our own work styles and our own way of approaching things and so on. And so uh, I, I really, I think a lot of this just comes down to take nothing for granted and observe how everyone around you is, is working and engaging with their work as much as you are and make sure that you're taking the time to pay attention, to optimize for yourself and the way you collaborate with, with other people. And um, as much as you can do that, um, makes you easier, uh, to work with, which makes your work easier to do. Yes, you know, yay. Exactly. Um, as always, Rose, uh, just awesome. Uh, thanks for a great conversation. Uh, thank thank you listener for hanging out with us. Thank it's been great. Um, you can find our whole podcast again at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you would like to support us and get an extra episode every month, you can do that, uh, subscribing and supporting us at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at nested folders. You can contact us through our website. Um, but you can also find us as individual human people on the internet, Rosemary Orchard for you. Where might that be?
1: Are the best place is com, which has links to all the things I do online, including back to this podcast. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at RosemaryOtrid. Where can people find you, Scotty?
0: Uh, I may be found at com or by the same name on Twitter at J. Thanks again, Rose. This
1: has been great and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Goodbye.